0: Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast where we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and today's date is Sunday, January 8th, 2017, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I am recording this from a Sully Baseball studio, actually outside of a Sully Baseball studio in Palo Alto, California the birthplace of Oakland A's manager, Bob Melvin, and I actually can lean back a little bit and I can see the tip of the Hoover Pavilion uh, at Stanford University, which is the alma mater of former Cy Young Award winner Jack McDowell, along with many, many other baseball greats who play their baseball at Sunken Diamond. It is a beautiful day here, blue skies in Palo Alto, and your pal has a little bit of a headache, but that's all right. It's all right. We'll make it through it. We'll make it through it. And it's Sunday, and I'm just going to get right to it. It's the Sunday request. And, and you know, sometimes I have headaches because of my sinuses. Sometimes I have headaches because of sometimes the change of weather. We don't have much changes of weather here in California, but it gets from outrageously hot to almost chilly. But I got an interesting Sunday request. Because it hits all sorts of buttons. Uh, this is from a loyal uh, reader and listener and tweeter. And he goes by the STL Poke, which is obviously the St. Louis Poke. Now, I don't 100% know what that means. Maybe someone's very angry that I don't know what that means. He's got a great avatar. I'm, look at, I assume it's a he. I'm sorry if it's a she. I gotta, I gotta you know what? <sighs> it's part of my New Year's. Not resolution, but sort of commitment to not always assume everyone's a dude. Uh, but the St. Louis Polk writes to me, uh, the PGA Tour gets it, why not Major League Baseball? And let's tell you what this is. Uh, PGA Tour, Professional Golf Association Tour, is doing a uh, live golf, it is going to be on Twitter. Live golf on Twitter. You can follow the golf games on Twitter. And they obviously refresh stuff, and you can watch stuff live on your feed. And if you're following golf, you can follow it, the matches, the tournaments, on Twitter. And they're going to be doing this, it looks like, for some of the major tournaments and everything like that. But also some of the other, just golf. If you're into golf, you can follow it. You can follow it on the Twitter. And what the St. Louis Polk is saying to me is, why does golf get this and not baseball? Now, I have talked about this before. I have talked about the fact that the baseball not being streamed on your device, baseball not being able to be watched on Twitter or on Facebook Live as it's happening is absolutely, astonishingly stupid. You know, whenever you see a film about an innovator, um, there's always the people who are the naysayers. Say, it will never work. It's foolishness. What are they doing? What's he doing in there? He's being foolish. And those people always have the best of intentions, always have the mindset of, hey, hey, they're just going by what we know. They're using logic and and contemporary wisdom. This other person's a crazy thinker. And we are supposed to laugh at the people who are naysayers in those movies. Like, oh man, they didn't see. They didn't see what this great visionary saw. And we look at the great visionary and they think, God, how did they not see? It's so obvious to us now. It's so obvious to us now that the great visionary was right and these naysayers are a bunch of old stick-in-the-muds. Well, guess what, baseball? You're the old stick-in-the-mud. This is the thing that is so incredibly obvious. As you search for where the younger eyes are, they're on I've said this before, they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're on they're on Instagram, they're on all these these platforms. That's where they're going to. They're not going to television. I made this point a few weeks ago that The people who are like, oh, we sign these big TV contracts, this will affect that. No, it won't. Blackout dates won't affect that. Being on uh, social media won't affect that. Do you know why? Because these are the people who don't watch television. But the thing that's really disturbing about this, as a baseball fan and as someone who really wants baseball to thrive and grow... That's me, is that baseball doesn't see this, and other people do. There's a great line in the film Spotlight, which won the Oscar for Best Picture last year. If you haven't seen it, it's a it's not a fun movie. It's not something you say, honey, let's stay home tonight. We'll get some Haganas, some spoons, we'll throw the tops away, snuggle underneath the blanket. And watch Spotlight. That's not that kind of a movie. There's a helicopter flying above me. I'm not even going to cut that out. MASH 4077, incoming wounded. Where the hell is that helicopter going? Anyway, but there's a great line in Spotlight when Leo Schreiber, who's amazing, he should have been nominated for an Oscar for it, who's the, the editor of the Boston Globe, and there's a lot of infighting that's going on when the scandals of the, the, the church abuse was coming was to light. And he said a line, I'm probably going to screw it up, but it was like, we're, there was a lot of stumbling around in the dark. And now that the, now that it's light, we see what we were doing wrong. And it's true. That's a wonderful, it was he said it better than I did right there. But it's that sensation of when you're when you're figuring out what to do, you could you're stumbling, you make all sorts of mistakes. And afterwards the solution seems so easy, but you're playing whack-a-mole. You're trying to you're stumbling around in the dark without light on. Well, baseball doesn't have to stumble around in the dark to find these young people. And I do want baseball to thrive. And the fact that they haven't figured it out and golf is figuring it out it is not just disturbing to me as a fan but kind of embarrassing now on the one hand i hope golf becomes a huge success because we all see what happens we see what happens people in power in charge of in charge of things are not oh i don't know known for their f- their bravery. They're not known for challenging things. They're not known for, oh, we're going to take a giant risk. No, they, no one wants to be the first to do something. They want to be the second to do something. A couple of days ago, I did the podcast with Kevin Marr. Where we were talking about the ripoff of the Bad News Bears called Here Comes the Tigers. Well, that's how most en- large entities work. You know, they, they're not the ones to come up with the, the original idea. They're the ones to jump on the bandwagon. And that's fine. And maybe the success of golf, in, when they're doing it live and being on Twitter and everything, will show, hey, this is where eyeballs are. This is where people watching stuff is. We should do that too. And then baseball will thrive. I want baseball to thrive. Do you know why? Because I don't want to be Burt Sugar. You know who Burt Sugar is? Burt Sugar was a boxing expert who appeared ubiquitous on all these ESPN shows about boxing. He wears the hat with the little piece of paper in it, like the press. He's, he's, he's from another era. And I don't even think he's with us anymore. But anytime there was an ESPN show or documentary or anything about boxing, they would dig up Burt Sugar and you know, prop him up on a chair. And here he would be this figure from another era, an era of which boxing was king. And boxing was king at one point. And now it's not. It's not even the most popular way to watch two people beat the shit out of each other. MMA and all that stuff, which I could never watch under, I couldn't watch that under a hostage situation. I couldn't watch that if I was strapped up like Malcolm McDowell in A Clockwork Orange and two people putting droplets in my eyes to keep them from drying up. I still couldn't watch MMA. Boxing used to be the biggest thing in the world. If you're the heavyweight champion of the world, you're basically the king of sports. Boxing's not that anymore. When was the last time there was excitement over a boxing match? When was the last time the heavyweight champion of the world was someone who captured our imagination? It's been probably over. It's probably been a generation. It's probably been a damn generation. And boxing is no longer what it used to be. It's an old person's sport. It's a sport from another generation. It's a sport from another time. And I don't want that to happen with baseball. I wanna look at I'm gonna be doing the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for a while. When my son was asking me questions on the podcast that I posted sometime in the Christmas break. Christmas break, like I took a break on Christmas. I did a lot of evergreens on around Christmas time because I wanna take a few days off. My son asked me, How long are you gonna do the podcast? People ask me that all the time. And I'm and my answer, my kind of you know, evasive answer is I'm gonna do it till it's no longer fun. But the fact of the matter is I want to do it so people hear it. I want a place for baseball fans to hear it. And I want it to be a a sport that goes on to the next generation. Now, I'm a little frustrated that my kids are not baseball fans. I was really hoping to, you know, be able to pass on my love for this game to them. And they haven't really embraced it. And I'm not going to force it. I don't want it to be the thing that daddy made us watch they're not into it, they're not into it. But baseball can find young audience. Baseball can become a sport that young people watch. Baseball can survive generations and generations. It's not going to die this generation. It's not going to die the next generation. But if they don't keep up to the way that people watch games and enjoy games and, and more importantly digest content... Then they could become boxing. Boxing was huge. It's not anymore. That's what baseball, every day, should be looking at boxing going, Holy tomatoes, Let's not have what happened to boxing happen to us. You could find new ways to bottle old wine. Again, I'm repeating some of the points I've made in the past. But there are some things that people have declared dead, deader than dead, that have come back and a new generation has embraced them big time. You don't believe me? Game shows were dead at one point. And then, in the early 2000s, they exploded in popularity. Why? Because there was new ways to look, new ways to market it, but they're essentially doing the same damn thing that they've always been doing with game shows. They market it a little different, they packaged it a little different, they found a new bottle for the wine, and a bunch of people who had never enjoyed the thrill of watching a game show wound up loving a game show. I'll be darned. Wine. Wine is now huge with young people. That wasn't always the case. Wine was an old person's drink. Wine wasn't a cool drink. Now it is. Now wine's going through the roof. Young people love wine so much that they're having to repackage it. It's affected the whole industry. Golf. Is there anything that symbolizes being an old, boring, fuddy-duddy more than golf? It's, it's, it's It's like a shorthand for being an old fart. Is golf and yet golf realizes a couple of things. Those old farts a lot of times started playing young. A lot of people enjoy golf and not all of them look like the cast of Cocoon. Maybe if you show people hey golf can be kind of fun and a lot of people discovered that again in the early 2000s and the late 90s early 2000s when Tiger Woods burst upon the scenes and people were watching golf who would never be watching golf. Ever. I remember I was at a wedding with a woman who was not my wife. I hadn't met my wife yet. I was at a wedding that I was her date. And it was in New Jersey. And when the ceremony was going on and then there was a, the, the, the reception, around that time, Tiger Woods was winning, I think it was the British Open. It's when he won his fourth straight major. And the crowd around the television was unbelievable. And he ran away, wasn't even close, but everyone wanted to see those last moments because people saw, hey, 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 this can be exciting. I never knew it. And for some people, it's the sense of, I discovered this. I'm seeing, this is something, I didn't expect to like this, but now I do like it. And golf became very, you know, under Tiger and everything, it found it found new audience. And now golf is smart enough to say, hey, why don't we put ourselves in front of the eyeballs of the young people and maybe they can be introduced to this. Maybe they can understand that following it and, you know, how to, to keep score and how who wins this and who wins that, that, you know, a really close match can be riveting. And so they're going to show up on the platform where the eyeballs are. Golf, the sport that symbolizes being old and out of date, is smarter in terms of embracing youth than baseball. That's how golf is going to find new audiences. Trust me. The people who are going to watch CBS Sports and the Golf Channel and all that, they, where they have all the commercials are for, you know, uh, uh, you know, Flow Max and everything, they're not losing those viewers. They're not on the Twitter. They're not tweeting. The old people watching the Golf Channel aren't checking their Twitter account. So they're they're fine. They're going to find new eyeballs. And I swear you're going to find a new audience for golf. There are going to be new people who discover it. Because you have to place things in front of people. You can't tell them, click here, here, click here, click here, or you must sit on your couch. You have to set up the Ginsu knife set and sell it in front of their face. Say, hey, hey, hey. While you're, you're tweeting out a picture and sending this and that, there's a game. You can watch the game. You can watch it while you're tweeting. You have to make it as convenient as possible because it's convenient to get material and content. Golf is figuring that out. Golf of all sports. The only way this could be more insulting to baseball for not getting on this bandwagon is if ice fishing figured this out you know, or canasta, or shuffleboard. And and let me tell you something. Laugh what you want. I would watch competitive shuffleboard. I'll watch competitive anything. you got people who are really good at something. I'll watch it because it's a competition. And at the end, that's what this is. You watch the best baseball players in the world. You watch the best golfers in the world. You watch the best tennis players in the world. But you have to put it on the format that people are going to be watching it on. And that's not television. It isn't. It was at one point. And that generation will still be there, the ones who watch on TV. But right now, baseball is being the holdouts of those people. saying, like, I really don't think this invention of yours is going to work. I think it's a waste of money. In fact, I think we should shut this whole thing down. And everyone in the audience is like, no, 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 no. They're on the verge of this great discovery. Yeah, I said, we spent too much money on this already. I'm telling you, there's a way of doing things that's always worked. Why are you trying to change it for this crazy idea of this, this crazy person? That's who baseball is. And golf is the person who comes up to the inventor and says, I believe in you. Why? Why? Why, baseball? Why not listen to this St. Louis poke and understand, look it. You want young viewers. Go to where they are. Don't worry about like, oh, what celebrities can we get? What music acts? Screw music acts. Screw celebrities. Screw funny skits. You've got a great product. And a lot of people were watching it during this wonderful World Series. They wow, this is great. You've got a bunch of great stars who aren't bulked up like Lou Ferrigno so people aren't thinking, oh my God, they're all just a bunch of roided up. No, no, no! Whole new generation of people We're in the Mike Trout, Chris Bryant, Francisco Lindor, Andrew McCutcheon, Felix Hernandez, oh my God, <laughs> wonderful stars that are young and we can have, have fun, Mookie pets. Holy Toledo. And we've got new teams in it and different cities winning championships. And we got a product that's the thing that drives me crazy that they're not doing this is that it's on every day. Baseball is constantly producing content. Most days, there are 14 or 15 games. Being played, staggering from in California, starting from 10 a.m. to 7:30 p.m. And you have numbers that you can click here, and you can check this out while it's going on. You can exchange messages while it's happening, and you do all that on social media. You put the games on there. At this point, you look stupid for not doing it. I'll say it, Major League Baseball. You look stupid. Are you stupid? Are you stupid or scared? Because, you know, I'm look, at, I understand the concept of a false dichotomy is a logical fallacy. But this is not a false dichotomy. You don't put your games on Twitter that you can watch live on Twitter. There are only two reasons why. It's because you're stupid or you're scared. Which one is it? If it's because you're stupid, then let me educate you. If it's because you're scared, then put your adult pants on. Your adult diapers. Because you're an old fogey. And get with it. Put your games on there. Get this new audience in there. Be the leader. Don't be in the, the, the trailing behind freaking golf! Holy cow. This is, sometimes... It's frustrating when the answer is there and they don't take it and you hear the same BS. Well, you know, you don't want to give the product away. I use this example and I will keep saying this till I am blue in the face. They didn't want to put the games on the radio because they'd be giving the products away. And that would be bad for business until they realized it was great for business and they gained new fans. They didn't want to play the games at night until they put the lights up and they saw that it increased attendance. They didn't want to put the games on television because they thought it would decrease attendance. They didn't want to put the games on cable because they thought it would harm the product. And on each case... Not only did they gain new fans, attendance increased and they made more money. Oh, but this time it'll be different. This time, oh no, this is the real threat. In each one of those cases, the factor was very simple. The audience moved somewhere else. The audience moved from the newspapers to the radio, from the radio to the television. From the television to cable television. And now from cable television to social media. That's the pattern. And the pattern is reliable. Baseball will always be a sport people like. Because it's fun. It's every day. You get emotionally attached to the teams. And you can have arguments. And there's a connection to the history. And it's a sport that provides a comfort throughout the summer and into the fall what changes is the vessel and if you stay on the old vessel then you're just stuck in an old outdated system and it'll turn me into burnt sugar and you'll have an entire generation going like baseball that's for old people i'm young and cool i like golf Think of that reality for a second. And that's a possible one. So, hey, St. Louis Polk, thanks a lot for your Sunday request. If there's something you want me to do on the Sunday request, uh, tweet at me, at SullyBaseball. Hey, I'm on Twitter. Uh, you can go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. On Instagram, I'm Podcast. You can be old school and email me. Think of that. Email is old school. Think of that for a second. Those of you who think that kids are going to run and watch television. Email is considered old school. Having a website is considered old school. Just just, just think of that for a second. Um, the music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kalisky. This has been the Schooling Baseball Sunday Request of the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.